cannot talk in the microphone well okay sorry no not you i know i know you have a cat in front of you i just thought that would be a fun little a fun little goof to make you know (laughs) fun little goof Um, i will say oh sorry you were talking and i do want to hear what you had to say no it's so nice because anytime i like want to try a game he'll like buy it that's so nice yeah so like i was like oh i really want to get back into like roller coaster tycoon because like that's an easy class. That's an easy game to play. Like during class. The way you said, "I want to get back into Roller Coaster Tycoon," as if it was like some competitive game that you need to like remember <laughs> the combos and the codes and stuff for. So funny. I used to play Zoo Tycoon, and like when I would get angry at my patrons, I would just like release a tiger into the walkway. Did you ever play the one that had dinosaurs? No, I never owned them. I just got to play them when I was at my aunt and uncle's house because my cousin mm-hmm. had them. Did you ever, have you ever heard of the, um... Putt-Putt Enters the Race. Oh my god, Putt-Putt, such a good game. No, and Pajama oh. Sam. Pajama Sam also Pajama good. Sam is a gay icon. True. Fern, you cannot be on the pod. Wait, yes you can. What do you have <laughs> to say? What do you think about the Hardy Boys? Hot or not? Fern is a lesbian. Oh, so what do you think about Nancy Drew, hot or not? Super hot. Oh my god. Also, I will say, Nancy's best friends are named Bess and Georgie. You cannot tell me they're not, you know, having some fun on the low. Bess and George are cousins. On that note, hi, welcome to the pod. <laughs> oh I want to die. <laughs> yeah, Do you watch the CW show? The no, no, it pisses me off that Nancy Drew got purist. a gritty reboot. We already know gritty, how I... a gritty reboot. <laughs> Can I also say, listening to the episodes, I get so angry at myself for like having a thick Midwestern accent. <laughs> no. Like I want to fight me. Great. Um, we already know how I feel about, like, television shows that are not true to the books, as evidenced by me fucking hating Big Little Lies, Big Little Lies and um, Little Fires Everywhere, but... Did you... You didn't even watch Little Fires Everywhere. I can still have an opinion on it. I'm sorry, I do would... you want to bring up the flight attendant? You shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> No, I was going to argue that, but I realized, like, my entire personality is based on things that I haven't seen or read. Um, you, yeah, throwback to when you, like, catfished me into believing that you had seen every single episode of Glee. I think you made assumptions that I didn't say. That's what I'll say, and that will be the end of that discussion. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast, The Secret Life of Two Gay American Teenagers, with Jesse and Aaron. I'm Jesse. I'm Aaron, and this is episode 12. And did you like that? I took the lead for once. I, I showed did. some initiative. And this is the secret wedding of the American teenager. What nice little play on words. What episode is about? You know what? I think this we- this episode might be about wetting the bed. That would be so funny. <laughs> um, 
I will say, this was one of the the episode titles alternate between having no bearing on the episode yeah. to being literally, this is what happens in the episode. I don't think any show should ever make a pun on their own name. It was like a little bit too on the nose for me. And if you are going to make a pun on your name, then every episode should have been something like that. Can we talk about the most important episode to date, though? Which is the previously on at the beginning of this episode. It confirmed my thought that everything that's happened up to now could be condensed into three minutes. It literally hit every major point of this season. Oh my god. It just kept going. No, it was, it was so long. It was like almost comically long. And it really did run you through like episode by episode. Really? I guess more plot line by plot line, but it did hit every single episode. Well, jumping in, Anne and Amy, we start with a scene with them. Um, Anne is, is like sitting down at the table and Amy comes in. Okay, outfit check for Amy. Oh, the fit check was necessary here. Tights. Denim shorts over the tights. This was a cool look, actually. Long sleeve shirt. Spaghetti strap over long sleeve shirt. Long scarf that's like not crossed or anything. It's Yeah, just like... Just like hang in there limp amy comes in and she like orders breakfast from her mom she's just like i'll take an egg white omelet and like wheat toast also like what the hell do they have these options all the time like i ate like a banana for breakfast yeah i got like a pop tart if i managed to make it myself and if i dragged out the toaster i'd get yelled at like whatever like also who just makes an egg white omelet like is that a thing that people do frequently but um Amy does the thing I love in media, which was when a mom's like, oh, that sounds really good. Make me one, too. Or whatever. You know, like, Mm -hmm. this was like, I said recently I watched Bad Moms and I felt very empowered. And this was a very Bad Moms move. I'm like, oh, cast Molly Ringwald in the threequel, which will probably be like a Bad Moms Thanksgiving or some shit. I don't know. But like. Let Molly Ringwald be a bad mom. Listen, I love Molly Ringwald. She played the mom in Molly the American Girl doll movie. So we've like... And isn't she a mom in Riverdale? Riverdale. She's Archie's mom because she has a redhead. Comprised this role. Can you just imagine if Katherine Hahn had played Amy's mom on Secret Life of an American Teenager? It would have been so good. It would have been so good, but the thing is, I think Catherine Hahn was, like, booked and busy at this time. I think Catherine I Hahn don't... would not have gone on to be, like, Mrs. Fletcher. Oh, if she did Secret Life and Mrs. Fletcher, I don't know how any of us would be able to handle it. <laughs> um, I'm gonna be really real and vulnerable with you right now. You haven't um, seen Mrs. Fletcher? I have Fletcher. not seen Mrs. Fletcher. <laughs> I read fine. the book, though, and I pictured I Catherine Hahn doing all the things in the book, so it works. So then Anne is like, okay, baby, like you need to sit down. We need to have this discussion. Yeah. Which it's like kind of wild that this is when they're having the discussion. But she's like, Amy, like you need to learn how to like step up and like take care of yourself because you're also going to have to take care of a baby. Yeah. And Amy is just so fucking annoying. Like so annoying. I was so angry at her because this like this very reasonable statement which is you have to take care of your child if we keep it 
sends her into like a spiral for this whole episode. Like she is so angry that she has to take care of this kid. So angry. And it's like then honestly, like then give it up for adoption. You I know, know, like Um, Anne is like, you need to think about like getting a job. Like, what are you gonna do when you're at school? And Amy's just like, Meh, I figured like you'd take care of the baby. And it's like she kept saying keep the baby. Yeah. Which so basically it like it reveals that she thinks that she's gonna have this baby she's gonna dump it with her parents who are gonna raise it and she's gonna go back to her normal life oh my god that's like and it's like (sighs) my favorite lifetime movie oh my god oh to be fat like me starring kayla cuoco (laughs) um um, it's it had one of the people it's mom it's called mom at 16 oh cool and it came out in 2005 and it has um danielle panabaker from (gasps) disney channel i love the panabakers (laughs) did you know Kay's like a wildlife biologist now okay continue jane krakowski (gasps) no (laughs) oh my god it is so like this movie i i would record it on our dvr and then like watch it like every day I can see why with a star-studded <laughs> cast like that. Those are it's... genuinely, like, two of my favorite actors. Wow. Um, I'm I... honestly stunned right now. But that's what she did. Like, she had the baby, and then they just, like, pretended that her mom had the baby. Oh, so it was a real, like, Andy Mack situation. Yeah. Is that the you... Disney Channel show? Yeah, it has, like, a gay kid. Yeah. So I was, I like, I very supportive from the sidelines. I did not watch it, but it was very, like, I was rooting for gay kid. <laughs> Remember how I literally knew you were gay because you had watched Girl Meets World? Yes, and that was unfair <laughs> because I didn't even watch it because I was gay. I watched it because I liked Boy Meets World. Also, my biggest problem with Girl Meets World, I barely watched it. I only watched a couple episodes. Um, the, like, love interest boy... Or whatever. I'm assuming that's what he was there for. Mm-hmm. He looks so much older. Like, he looked like a man. And they looked like children. Mm-hmm. Like, you're telling me that kid and freaking Farkle or whatever are the same age? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing with, like, Sabrina Carpenter and Rowan Blanchard. Like, Rowan Blanchard looks so much younger than Sabrina That is Carpenter. true. But, like, Sabrina Carpenter had the skills to make it seem like she was young. Yeah. You know, like, she acted younger. I thought. Also, that show was just like anti-communist propaganda. So, (laughs) so George comes in and he also demands breakfast, and then Amy's just like fucking pissed, so she leaves. Yeah, we find out during this point, or like maybe not this point, but like immediately after, we find out that Amy's due in three months. Oh my! Which means six months have passed (laughs) in this show. (laughs) Are you kidding me? And it's still football season. It's, like, I felt, I have never felt crazier. Because doesn't that mean, like, so let me just, September, October, November, December, January, February. That would mean it is February right now. We didn't even have a Christmas episode. Um, Like, what? Wait, I guess it wouldn't be from when she found out. Wait, how long does it take to... For a pregnancy test to be accurate. So a pregnancy is typically 40 weeks. So technically it's like, it, you it's nine months from when you find out. From when, from you, when you find out? Or from yeah. when you, from conception? 
there's four weeks in a month. So four oh, weeks so it's like by four, ten, it's ten months. months. Okay, roughly. I was just confused because I know like life begins at conception, but I was just unsure when like <laughs> okay, a pregnancy Madison. test gets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so confused, like, because we're definitely pre-Christmas in this show, right? I cannot. I cannot. Don't even try to make sense of it. It's just the little the casual drop that like the baby's coming in three months, which means we are six months into this show. I know. When no visible time has passed for anyone. Like she just started coming back to school. I know. Listen. So we do get the apex and straight up asks for a divorce. She's yes. like I want a divorce from you because you're a dick. Fair. Yes. And then she we also find out that she was studying women's study, but she'd never finished her bachelor's degree, whatever. Not really yeah, important. Not important. I mean, was, for, for later in the episode. It's important for important, all this high but... quality comedy that we're going to have at the expense <laughs> of a women's studies degree. Then we have a theme. Honestly, Mommy Ringwald does not need to go to college for women's studies because she can make bank based on her musical abilities. Oh, Falling she can... in love. She can sound 15 years old. Like, she can be in, She can be the voice of the next starlet if the next starlet can't sing. Oh, Billie Eilish is Molly Ringwald for a new generation. Billie Eilish is, like, old, isn't she? Like, like she's, she's not like really, 17. like... I don't think that's true. I think she's actually, like, 20, but lying about her age. But, like... Anyway, we're not gonna get... <laughs> we're gonna start that like, conspiracy okay. theory on the No, pod. we are not starting it. We are perpetuating <laughs> it. It has been around. But I will say this. I will say this. When I first started listening to Billie Eilish, it was when she put out, like, Ocean Eyes and, like, that really mm-hmm. good EP. And she was 16 then. When she came onto the scene into the mainstream eye, like, two or three years later, she was also 16. So do with that what you will. Um, and I'm not the only one who thinks this. Like, apparently in L.A., like, everyone's like, yeah, she's older than she says. Like, she's still very talented, but, like, she's not just, as young as she says she is. So Just ask your dad. Your dad famously discovered Claro, so... Oh, yeah, that's true. My my father, who discovered Claro, <laughs> might have the Billie Eilish deets. Um, okay. Actually, no, Um, in addition to discovering Claro, my father is the one who forged <laughs> Billie Eilish's birth certificate. So... <laughs> Billie Eilish, come on the pod. Dispute Billie these Billie Eilish, <laughs> I need you to explain yourself. I'm actually a big fan. Like, I do think she's very talented. I don't really care how old she is, because... The music she makes, I think, is good. Yeah. And her brother was on Glee, so. <laughs> That's what Phineas is well known for. Yeah, Phineas, famous for his appearance on Glee and nothing else. Okay. We had the theme break. Amy goes to a diner because she positively she need- cannot be bothered to make food for herself. She needs her egg white omelet. <laughs> ben meets her there. And a- I just said Amy's a brat. She doesn't I want said Amy is so stupid. She literally finds out that like she has to take care of this baby that she d- has decided to keep. And she's like, actually, instead of being like financially or like, you know, like emotionally responsible for this baby, I'm just going to elope with Ben. Yeah. Which also, how does that solve any of her problems? Like because he can buy help? Yeah, because he's rich. And because and also- Leo has been like, does she want to... Tutor, I'll get her a tutor. I'll get her a tutor. I'll get her a maid. I'll get her. I'll get her a pound of sausage if that'll help. <laughs> um, um, but that so much of this episode does not make sense. No, it's the entire just, episode is like because immediately Ben is like, 
we're 15, we can't get married. And she's like, we'll fake get IDs. fake IDs. Which That's is not, not how, how a major marriage license work. Like, a marriage with fake IDs isn't, like, the license is void. Oh my god. Um, Grace and Tom, blah blah blah. Grace can go out with Ricky because her dad is gone. Because her dad, oh my god, Dr. Bowman found out that Kathleen didn't cheat no, that Kathleen cheated on George. But Kathleen did not cheat on George with Dr. Bowman. It was with the third person. Yeah, so this has kind of thrown a wrench in their relationship because he never knew this and like he takes off for a golf weekend. But he and she did wait until marriage to have sex, supposedly. Yeah, it's like kind of like it's like a weird thing though because she like had already had sex. I don't whatever. But Dr. she had Bowman, sex within the bonds of covenant marriage. But not with the person she cheated on George with. Maybe they just kissed. Maybe it was an emotional affair. Maybe, maybe it was like uh, what Jack says that him and Adrian did. So Kathleen, what did they do? They oh did well, more the thing if they just if they just did oral then it wasn't sex. So, and if they did anal, it's definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> so Kathleen, she still sounds like a good mom because she's like, listen, my no. mom was like super like strict. And I married the first person I could because I wanted to have sex. And I was like, yes. That explains why you married George. I get it. But Um, also, what what did he look like when he was 20? I don't really get it, but... George is the only character in this show that I've never thought was hot. I mean, historically, I am a lesbian, but... Wait, what? I know. I don't think I can talk to you. Okay. Dr. Bowman, like, ran away. Whatever. Yeah. And, no, but Grace's mother is really... I was so impressed by this conversation because she was just like, I just want you to feel comfortable talking to me. And then like, I don't want you to have sex before marriage, but like, I feel like if you don't feel like you can talk to me, it's going to make it worse. Mm-hmm. So I want us to be able to like work through things together and like make informed decisions and be safe. 17 points, Kathleen, negative 23 points. Every other parental figure in this episode. We go to Adrian and Cindy's like condo. They're cleaning, but in like the worst way. They're just they have rubber gloves on, and that's the only. They're way like you can moving tell that they're stuff cleaning. around. Like um, this, and then Adrian is like trying to get her mom and her dad back together by like she's trying to parent like, trap them. <laughs> we should go out to dinner and talk about my future. And Cindy's like up for the idea, and she's like, "He's married," and she's like. <laughs> you've gone out with a lot of married guys (laughs) so funny i will say too like i think adrian's mom is like a bad mom i'll go on the record (laughs) i think she's a very cool person and like i would want to be friends with her she's like remember i'm your mother not your best friend but moral of the story they're gonna try to hook up like a dinner with adrian's dad who we don't have a name with i don't really care to ever learn his name he has a name it was definitely given to us because like Hot counselor gave her the full name. I don't know if we ever got it. Okay, so Ricky and Grace, Grace. they have a phone call where, like, Ricky is, like, flirting with Grace. Oh, my God. Oh, because she's like, oh, they said we can go out anytime and, like, for as long as we want. They just need to know where we are. Mm Mm-hmm. And Ricky is like getting his picture taken, which we find when it zooms out. We find I was like, "What the fuck is he doing?" But then I found out. Yeah. Um. And Grace is like, "I prayed about this." And he's like, "Continuously." You about this? And she's like, "Yes, continuously." 
He's like, okay, weirdo. Yeah, that's just like, it's just hard because she already has two strikes against her being a Christian and going to therapy. Like, and now she's praying too. Then it like zooms out and you find out what Ricky is doing and he's getting his picture taken for a fake ID. And the way they do this is they have like a fair cutout of a driver's license. (laughs) And then you just like stand. stick your head in. It's so, and it's SA Kid, of course, running this business. Which, it's, again, this supported my theory that he just wasn't available for last episode because I he mean, does come back and he's grifting hard. He is really working. And also, like, for the first couple seconds, I was like, there's no way they're doing this in the school. And then, like, you see the bulletin board behind him. Yes. And you're like, no, this is definitely they're happening definitely in the school. school. And now, I was confused, too, with this. They're not in Nevada, right? He's just giving them all Nevada licenses? I think so. Because I know with a fake ID... Who the, with who a, the fuck knows? No, it doesn't make sense. But if you... I will say, just looking ahead, the next episode is called Bake Nevada. So I don't know what the hell is going on. But um, I do know common knowledge, and just from my friends who are deviants, um, if you have a fake ID, you want it to be from a state that's not the state that you're from, because bouncers and other such people will not be as familiar with the license so it's easier to get away with i almost got my real id shredded once oh because i went to a bar and the bouncer had never heard of the state of connecticut wait what and thought my id was fake wait I'm sorry, what did you Why? Where did you say? The state of Connecticut. What? What, what oh is my that? God. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? No. So I was like, uh, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, this is a fake ID. And I was like, yeah, can you like literally is. do a five second Google? But all they would find is that you made an ID that didn't even have a real state on it. What are you talking about? Why would you even try to pull something like that? <sighs> Living life on the edge. Let me tell Connecticut you. is not real. Like that doesn't even sound real. It said Stars Hollow, okay? How do you spell that? (laughs) Okay, Amy and Ashley, (laughs) we go to them. They're in one of their rooms, and Amy... This was a great scene. (laughs) ...is like, blah, 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 like, mom said she's not going to keep the baby for me, and Ashley's like, what the fuck are you saying? Ashley's like, no shit, you didn't know that she wasn't going to drop everything so that you could do everything exactly the same. Like, you you literally thought there was going to be no consequences, you dumb bitch. Like, this is what she's thinking. <laughs> and then and Amy more tells, or less saying. <laughs> I know. And then Amy tells Ashley her and Ben are getting married. Uh, and Amy, like, bribes Ashley to be in the wedding by telling her where their dad is moving to. Which seems like a weird thing to, like, hold over Ashley to be like, I know where dad is moving to. Like, yeah, like couldn't Ashley just, like, fucking ask her dad? Or couldn't Ashley just, like, wait a day and find out? Like, <laughs> No. No. That would be sensical. We don't do that here. There's a car wash happening at the school, so... Oh, wait. Before we get on to that... Ashley has another one of the most iconic lime reads I've ever seen. They're arguing and Amy's like talking about keeping the baby or something. I don't remember the exact context, but then Ashley goes, I thought you wanted mom to keep the baby. Do you remember this? Like the voice she pulls? No. Was it? Never mind. Cut this part. <laughs> 
it's it's only funny if you also thought it was funny. So just no, we're gonna blow past that. I blacked out. But there's just there's a part where she says, "I thought you wanted mom to keep your baby," and she like pulls this voice, and it's so funny. But I guess it's not. So whatever. I didn't want to talk about it anyway. Moving on. There's a car wash. So Ashley. And Amy are, like, inside with the essay kid. And the essay kid is, like, making a weird move on Ashley. Ashley is 13 years old. She's in middle school. Like, step off. Just Um, because she's 15 in real life doesn't mean she's 15 in universe, you know? Yeah. There's, like, unnecessary drama because Amy is like, who told you about the groom? Blah, blah, blah. And then, like, we already know, like, the essay kid had already given Ricky the wedding information. Yeah. And Ricky, like, invited Grace to the wedding. Which, weird. But, like, whatever. Yeah. Why does Ricky feel the need to go anyway? Like, I don't... Because he's the father of the baby! Yeah, but that doesn't... Like, I didn't go to the father of my baby's wedding. (laughs) 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 And comes into the school, and... This is such an uncomfortable scene. Yeah, she's like, oh, they're still washing the car. I... I do agree with Amy. Like, if a bunch of 15-year-olds were washing my car, I would not. Oh, I would have eyes on lock. (laughs) I would be like, uh, don't, actually don't wash my car, please. Um, And Ashley deadpans and she goes, this school is so cool. I can't wait to go here. Yes. (laughs) Oh. And then Anne is just being so unhelpful about the baby. Like, I understand that Amy does need to stop being a whiny little bitch. Yes. But Anne is just, like, overwhelming and, like, oversaturating her with information. She's like, have you thought about insurance? Have you thought about childcare costs? Have you thought about jobs? Like, blah, blah, blah. And it's like... So, I'm wondering if she's kind of trying to, like, convince Amy to go for adoption without saying it. I kind of feel like... Because I think, like, it started off really reasonable, but in this season she, like, ramped it up to being like, no, you have to be 100% financially independent as well at 15. Also, like, she would still be on her parents' insurance, right? Well, yeah, but then... Well, this was was pre-Obamacare, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, but still you were on your parents' insurance until, like, at least least until 18. And you know what? By the time she would get to be 18, she'd be able to stay on until she was 26. But she didn't know that. She didn't know that... Hope and change were around the corner. Thank God for Obamacare. Um, Thank God for Obama. Never did anything wrong. Perfect president. Perfect man. <laughs> we love him. Hashtag girl boss. Oh, um, Michelle, don't get me started. We love the war on obesity. Ben and Henry show up and they're just like awkward as fuck. Benry call Benry. That's their new ship name. Ben called Honestly, Henry. no, wait, I want that to happen because I think <laughs> I will only like Ben if it turns out that he is a homosexual. <laughs> and Henry, I already want him to be. And I think that's why he and Alice are having such bad sex <laughs> because he's wishing he was with Ben. Ben is gay, or Henry is gay and Alice is a lesbian. <gasps> no, Alice so gives off sense. huge lesbian vibes, oh, I yeah. will say. So Ben calls Henry his best man instead of best friend. And then he's like, oh, what a goof. What a what, what a mistake I've made. Ha ha. I've got such egg on my face. eh?" <laughs> and then Henry like awkwardly asks Ashley to hang out like a double date. And then Anne assumes that that's why everything was so weird is because they were nervous to ask her if Ashley could go out with Henry, which again, everyone is way too okay with like. I know. A seventh grader going out with a freshman. 
Um, I do have to say, I love Ashley's outfit in this. Oh my goodness. She is the only one that is, like, dressing. Henry and Ben then, like, go into the essay kid. And Henry fully, he's like, I think my eyes were closed during that picture. Because he fully, like, had his eyes closed. Yeah. Like, it wasn't even, like, a question. He was... He was sleeping on the job. And then he takes another one and his eyes are so wide. This operation is just like so bad. But I mean, honestly, like this essay kid is getting so much money because he is, everyone is ordering fake IDs from him. And then he's also spreading the news. And so more people are coming to him for fake IDs. Yes. And I will say like the recurring shot of each new person finding out and then it immediately cuts to like them getting their fake ID so, so funny like i laughed every t- like as it kept happening you know the next people to find out wait i was just gonna say jack shows up i was confused why jack knew anything about it or why he was there me too and like we I... don't really find out until i guess when we see him come into the wedding but even then it's like really sketchy why he's there i don't understand and he also got a haircut and now he looks like 30 years old he looks really hot now <laughs> This was the first episode I liked Jack. Greg Finley. Actually, no, I don't want that in my life. You don't want to date somebody named Greg. I also wouldn't say no. <laughs> <clears throat> so, um, Ben makes a Godfather reference. Does he? I've never seen the Godfather. I have also never seen the Godfather, but I know enough about it. To, Is like... it that like you on my wedding day or yeah. something? On oh. this my wedding day. I thought that was just him doing a Sausage King impression. I think the Sausage King is the godfather. Perhaps. So then Madison, Lauren, and Jason find out about the wedding. Yes, and this was where it was very funny, where, like, they find out, and then you just cut to them getting their fake ID (laughs) pictures. And that's, like, the format it follows every subsequent time. And it was so funny. It's so good. And Madison and Lauren, well... So Lauren and Jason are in the car and Madison like comes up to them. They She's talk like, about the wedding. Jason. And, and How because doing, Ricky Jason? sucks at keeping <laughs> Ricky sucks at keeping his mouth shut. So like he told He told Lauren. Lauren. And then they're like both offended. They're like, why wouldn't Amy tell us? And Jason again calls again. them out on their big mouths. And he's and it's like so why funny. Enough fuck would she ever tell you anything you two can't keep a secret and then the kid is making bank because so far he's done what amy ashley ben henry jack alice off screen who off screen alice i'm assuming um madison lauren jason like that's a lot of almost 10 people. He does the entire main cast and part of the supporting cast. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he's making so much money. He does everyone that would come onto the stage if they won a SAG award for best ensemble. <laughs> Madison is like a little bitch. She's like, like guys who drink. Oh yeah. Like, please don't, please don't drink. I don't like guys who drink. Yeah. And Jason's like, yeah, I'm not going to drink because now the wedding has, moved from just like an elopement to now there's going to be a reception with alcohol which is literally just because jack is like oh you're not going to go out for dinner afterwards you got to at least go out for dinner afterwards yeah i mean fair so then adrian and some random kid who's washing her car 
Was this another Sean Johnson moment? Was that someone I was supposed to know? No, it's just someone random. Okay. In the past, like, none of these people knew each other, but now they all know each other's business. Yeah. And this random kid we've never seen before (laughs) tells Adrian about the wedding. Is this where he explains everyone that's going and what they're doing? Maybe? Because at one point, he's like... Amy and Ben are getting married, and Ashley and Henry are the witnesses, and Madison and Lauren are the co-bridesmaids, and Jason is the usher. (laughs) Yes, yes. I laughed so hard. And Adrian is like, who's he getting married to? Because she want, she's still, even though she broke up with Ricky, she wants to make sure Ricky's not getting married. Oh, this also, this little storyline is so funny. So good. Because then she immediately calls Grace to see what's going yes. on. Grace is like, oh, I'm going to a wedding with Ricky for a date tonight. And Adrian is like, who's getting married? And Grace is like, I'm not sure. He wouldn't take me to his own wedding, would he? <laughs> on our first date, he's going to take me to his wedding? <laughs> also did they all just forget that ben exists apparently this whole episode kind of threw reality out the window but i think it is it worked so well as like a comic it's the first one where i feel like it's so funny so adrian then goes to the essay kid to get a fake id but she doesn't actually need an id because she can drive and he's like well you need an id if you're gonna get a drink at the reception and she's like i'm not an idiot i don't drink which is a plot hole because Why? in the pilot when she invited ricky over to her condo to have sex she was like we can eat pizza and drink beer or maybe she meant like i don't drink and drive and the editor cut out the and drive part because <laughs> they were like oh we're running two seconds over on this episode we gotta clip something <laughs> Let's make Adrian uh, contradict herself. You get the information about the wedding with the ID. Good business model. Oh my goodness. It's, it's there's like, one it's, thing about this show. It's it knows a good business model. It's this almost is, like the free tampons with the Philippa gas. Exactly. And we love strategic business. Capitalism works. <laughs> and works so, it's spelled with an E. Okay. <laughs> Um, Grace shows up, she still has rollers in her hair, and yeah. she also gets an ID. Oh, when she gets the ID with the rollers in her hair, and she's, <laughs> like, her face is, like, she looks like Cindy Lou Who. She still has, like, some face mask on her face. Yeah, it's just, like, it's... little smudges of green still on there. It's so, so funny. funny. Also, this wedding has gone from, like, four people to now, like, 15. Yeah, it's, like, everyone that's, like, tangentially related to Amy and Ben want to be there. So then you have Amy, Ashley, and Anne, and they're waiting to, like, pull into the garage. And Anne is like, oh my god. Comedic genius, but continue. Number one, I'm glad that that they're like, this is a big moment. Like, this is the beginning of my new life. Like, when I pull into the garage, like, your dad's not going to be in the house. And, like, you know, like, I'm moving on. Very important, like, personal moment for her to have. Maybe not in front of your children who are, like, having to deal with the reality of, like... That felt weird to me that she was, like, bragging about how she was leaving their father to her children. Um, she opens the garage door. Oh, yes. And in an act of filmmaking genius, there is a zoom in on her face to, like, really just capture the shock and awe with like horror music and it's got to be intentional right there's no way this was unintentional comedy it was so (laughs) so funny like 
honestly, as a standalone comedy episode, divorced from the plot because none of this makes sense. This is one of the funniest pieces of television I've ever seen. (laughs) I hope they submitted this episode to the Emmy committee. Oh, they should have. You know what? The Emmys wouldn't understand it. You know who would? The Globes. (laughs) Because she opens the garage door and George is like laying on a couch watching TV. Yes. He moved to the the garage. garage. And somehow he didn't think this would be a big deal. (laughs) Because, again... George and Anne are children, and the rest of the episode shows that they are children. Somehow I knew it was coming when she start, when she pulls up to the garage and she's like, I'm so excited for my new life. I'm like, George is going to be in there. Yeah. It's like in the horror movie when you know the monster is like mm-hmm. in the closet, and you're like, don't go in the closet. Ugh. Then we have a George and Anne fight over the garage, in which George makes a couple of really good points. Number one. The garage belongs to the man. Didn't they teach you that in women's studies? And then (laughs) the second point, really good. How stupid do you have to be to study women as women? That major should be for men only. That one actually is a good point. (laughs) Um, Not that women shouldn't do women's studies, but that men should be required to do women's studies. Um, I will say also, there's a moment during this where Anne's like, why do you all of a sudden have a problem with my women's studies thing? Like, you never had a problem before. What's the problem now? And I was just like, misogyny. Like, mm-hmm. the problem is misogyny. <laughs> <sighs> then they just, like, fight and it's annoying. It's really, then we like, go... I hated the parents in this episode because it's oh, like, you are children. Like, you're acting more like teens than the teens are right now. This is why every teenager in this show thinks that they're an adult because these mm-hmm. are the parents in their lives. Speaking of parents in their lives, we go back to Adrian and Cindy. Adrian, Cindy set up set up dinner for that night, but Adrian's like, "Fuck, I can't go to the dinner because I'm going to a wedding." Yes. And Adrian's like, "I'll let, I'll tell you what. I'll meet you for dessert. You guys go out for dinner." And Cindy's like, "He's married." Yeah, and Adrian's like, "For the third time." Which is kind of funny. Then we have Kathleen, Tom, and Tammy. Because Kathleen set up, like, a date for Tom with someone who's not Betty, the internet sex worker. Which, honestly, I think we should have developed Betty more. I I hope she comes back. I would have liked it to be, like, an exciting treatise on how sex workers are mistreated and marginalized, but are actually real people doing work and deserve to have all the rights that everyone else does. Like... I think you're expecting too much of Prenna Hampton. I think I'm expecting too much of the culture in 2008. Because <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, even the culture in 2021, I don't think is quite ready to do mainstream acceptance. But I will say Jennifer Coolidge appearing as the sex worker did advance the cause by like 20 years, probably, because everyone loves Jennifer Coolidge. I know. How could you not? Paulette? Are you kidding me? Mm, these cookies are so moist. Oh, can I say, Jennifer Coolidge does have the best line in cinema history, which is in um, A Cinderella Story, when she's talking to her stepdaughter Hilary Duff, and they're talking about her future or something, and she looks at her and she says, Sam, I think it's time I told you. You're not too pretty, and you're not too bright, so you should probably just live here forever. Or something to that line, but I just know... (laughs) She tells her she's not pretty and she's not bright. And it, like, 
It kills me every time I think about it. And I do think about it three times a week. It's so good. It's so good. A Cinderella story deserved an Oscar. It did. That Jimmy Eat World song, I'm crying thinking about it. (laughs) May angels lead you home. Okay. Um, okay, so this scene is not super significant, other than, like, we meet Tammy. Kathleen knows about the wedding. Also, so many adults with connections to the Jurgens know about this wedding and are not doing anything. I know. Because, like... No one calls George, no one calls Anne. Because, like, Adrian says that Amy is getting married, and Adrian's mom is just like, oh, those crazy kids. And it's like, you were involved with her father. Like, I know you're angry at him, but maybe, like, tip him off? I know. So then, Ricky invites Tom and Tammy to the wedding, which, like, Grace is kind of like... This was supposed to be our date? Hurt. What are you doing? Because Yeah. I Which is such a fucking weird date to go on, to well, that's literally... Like... The mother of your date's baby's wedding. So weird. She also had no idea that was the wedding she was going to, and she wouldn't have unless... Mm-hmm. Adrian oh. had called her. Yeah, and that's... Because <laughs> that's, too, when I think the whole shebang is explained, and they tell they tell Grace that it's, like, the attire is, like, semi-casual, and she's like, oh, but I already bought a formal dress! <laughs> So then Anne and George are fighting, and George, like, continues to be a dick and a misogynist. Yes. Henry, Ben, Ashley, and Amy are listening in and getting, like, traumatized. Yes. Which sucks. Ben is wearing a suit, which, like, looks, you know, that's what we fucking wear to a wedding. And Amy's outfit fucking sucks. She's wearing, like, a white dress. When Amy's outfit is revealed, like, the big, like, walk-in to the chapel reveal... I laughed so hard that even her wedding outfit has a million layers that don't make yeah. sense. She's wearing like a white dress, a cardigan, and her stupid like open scarf. Yes. The scarf stays. Oh my gosh. Important. Yes, it does. Then we go to the wedding in like the little chapel and Tammy and Tom are making it out and Grace is just like, can you guys stop? Yes. And Tammy just like fucking flames Grace repeatedly. It's amazing. <laughs> Um, and then Madison and Lauren are there, and they're wearing dresses from Madison's yes, dad's wedding. They're wearing dad's matching wedding. bridesmaids' dresses. Oh my gosh! Which is so weird to me because it's like, Lauren, why were you in Madison's dad's wedding? Yes. <laughs> was Amy in it too? Who knows? That didn't even occur to me that it was weird for Lauren to also be. <laughs> I know. Also, it wasn't. For his, her dad's wedding. Wow. Yeah. Why was she standing up in her dad's wedding? I mean, that kind of makes a little bit of sense to me, but. Did she, did he marry Lauren's mother? No. That would be the plot twist of <laughs> the The plot twist. And you know what? You know how they'd reveal it? In three seconds of dialogue <laughs> at that wedding. It would have been, oh yes, these are a lot tighter than when my father married your mother. <laughs> Making us stepsisters, which explains why we're closer to each other than we are to Amy. (laughs) Very minor fact, but I thought was funny, is Lauren's fake ID says she's 47 and Jason's ID says... (laughs) What? (laughs) That was a great exchange where... Because she's like, I don't think these will work. Like, mine says I'm 47 years old. And Jason's like, oh, you could pass for 47. And she's like, yeah, and you could pass for white. Yours says Caucasian. (laughs) 
Adrian shows up. Oh my god, looking very hot. Adrian, smoking. So good. And like Francia, do you want to come on the podcast, Loki? Um, but then she sits down next to Ricky and Grace. But and not Grace... before bending over to ask Ricky if she could sit down so that, um, you know, his face is full of her cleavage, which, power move. Assert your dominance, mark your territory. You go, Adrian. And then Grace, and then Grace is like, do you want to borrow Ricky's jacket? And <laughs> Adrian's like, no. Again... From a pure comedy standpoint, I think this is the best episode we've seen. I was giggling the whole time. Like, after last episode, I was feeling really drained and, like, angry and, like, a little confused why we were watching the show. And then this episode happened and I was like, no, this is the best show on television. (laughs) Then we have Alice and Jack in, like, the front of the little, like, chapel. and Which, I guess that kind of explains why Jack was getting an idea. Because, like, Alice was Ben's friend and was planning on going, I guess, but I don't think she was invited. I don't know. It's very confusing. But Jack is, like, into the wedding. He's like, they're in love! Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, they're 15! Yeah. He's just excited that they get to bone. (laughs) Um, then Jack, like, randomly just, like, kisses Alice. Okay, wait, no, this part was hot. Alice (sighs) slaps him. And then they kiss again. Yeah. I love... A kiss slap kiss is one of the hottest moves you can pull. Big little eyes. We see it. (gasps) Oh, yes. But, like, in a not, like, deeply toxic and very harmful way, hopefully. I mean, hope... Yeah. We we don't know. It's very early in the relationship. But... Oh, that was so cool. Alice was really cool in that (laughs) moment. It was just, like... It was also just, like, a very weird thing. Why did they kiss? Like, there was a weird reason for it or something. Like, he was talking to her. Oh, because she was angry that Henry was there with, like, a 13-year-old. Like, she's the only one who finds it weird. And this was also where I figured out that they actually are not together. We could work on character development for secondary characters. Yes. So, then Henry and Ashley come in. And Henry calls Ashley beautiful. Weird. Oh, in the funniest way. Because she's like... Wow, what a beautiful place. And he's like, not as beautiful as you. And she's like, she's like I was being sarcastic, Henry. <laughs> <laughs> then the the like owner of the little chapel comes out, Elbertson or whatever the fuck his name is, and he's like, Are y'all over eighteen? And I was like, no. Obviously not. She is thirteen years old. If she looked like a real thirteen year old, you couldn't even imagine justifying that. I know. And then he's like are you Ben and Amy? And Ashley just goes, do I look pregnant to you? <laughs> go Ashley. Way to go. We love her. Um, then Amy and Ben arrive and Amy has made the choice to keep her scarf on. Yes. And such a powerful choice. That was really, you can see her taking back her narrative with this choice. <laughs> like this is now what? her story. <laughs> I, I hate it. History? No. Herstory. <laughs> um, so then Ben and Amy have like a dumb little wedding pep talk where they're like, this is a good idea. Like, we love each other. Yeah. This is where Let's I know, like, you're literally children. Like, don't do this. You're literally children. And then I had to remind myself, too, like, oh, wait, even if they do this, none of this is legal. None no. of this is valid. None of this holds up in court. This is like... 
when you used to get married on the playground at school. This mm-hmm. means nothing. This means um, less than nothing. Oh, I'm so upset. Also, this wedding cost $80. Yes. Pretty cheap. Also, so funny to me that this marriage is the direct result of Amy's mother suggesting that maybe she should be responsible for the child <laughs> if she keeps it. <laughs> She's just like, actually, I don't. I want to hire a nanny. I was thinking of that, like, as we go through this wedding scene, I'm like, huh. All because your mother won't raise your child. (laughs) Okay. They walk into the wedding chapel and there's like 20 people there because absolutely no one could keep their mouth shut. Yes. And like, they're startled to see the people, but like. Oh, yeah. I think they're kind of okay. Like. I don't know. I'd be a little touched if I saw certain members of the crowd. I'd be a little confused why Adrian, Ricky, and Grace were there. <laughs> and definitely Grace's brother and his boyfriend, who I don't think they've ever met. <laughs> so then um, they're like walking down the aisle and Madison and Lauren just like get up and invite themselves to go stand. <laughs> that would be the scariest part, actually, is to look over and see them wearing matching yellow dresses. <laughs> And then, oh my gosh! I really thought this was gonna get stopped at some point, and it doesn't. Like it, it doesn't. like the wedding they go just through. Happens. Like the episode ends on them like kissing and like being married, kind of. But the guy asks, and he's like, "Do you guys have rings for each other?" And Ben got Amy a ring, and Amy's like, "I did not get you a ring." And That's a power like, move. That's sucks. so cool. She sucks. Actually, this is like. I think they're trying to make her a sympathetic character, but this episode especially was just like, no, she's been in the wrong this entire time. She's another episode where Ben was kind of in the right and I hated it because he was like, oh, don't you think like, like when I get married to you, I want it to be special and like, I want my parents to be there and like our loved ones to be there and I want it to be a cool experience. And she's like... Yes, but I don't want to take care of my child, so we have to do this now. Also, it was so fast, like, literally, you couldn't have planned it a little bit, because she literally saw him that morning and was like, oh, well, we were planning on hanging out anyway, so, like, let's just get married. I know. Which, doesn't a marriage license take some time to process, too? I think it depends. I guess I don't know the laws in Mike Pence's Indiana. Or Mike Pence's California, I guess. Grace thinks it's the wedding is so cute. And then they're like legally declared legally married. Which In like the guy quotes. even admitted the guy running the chapel even admitted. He's like, We have a da- don't ask, don't tell. Yeah, so if it was thing. revealed that Amy was actually a man, they would have been kicked out of the chapel, is what <laughs> I understand from Don't Ask, Don't Tell. <laughs> Everything I know about Don't Ask, Don't Tell, I learned from the Batwoman comics. I think they're talking about age here. Oh, they're not talking about, like, (laughs) you'll be kicked out of the military if you're sleeping with a fellow cadet. Oh, that sounds bad. I'm sorry. If you're in the military listening to this, I do respect you, kind of, depending on which branch you're in, what you were doing, what war it was, and if you were okay with everything that was happening. A lot of caveats. If you're in one of the world wars, I'm assuming I'm okay with you. Unless you're on the other side, then, like, (laughs) get out of here. Um, While you're doing that, I'll finish up the episode. Yeah, good. Nothing else happens. (laughs) Tom and Tammy stand up after Amy and Ben kiss, and they are legally eh, eh, married. (laughs) And they're like, we're next. 
and then the episode ends. Yeah. What a fucking ride. Honestly, I had so much fun and like not in a painful way. I am just excited to see what the fucking repercussions of this are. Oh, and you know there's going to be repercussions. Oh my god. I have no words. I need to sit with these feelings for a while and really contemplate who the fuck let two 15-year-olds get married. Well, again, I don't think the state did. Like, I think it's very easily going to be overturned because there's no legal standing for this you can't get married with a fake id like you can't do it okay this is episode 12 oh my god it wasn't even the mid-season <laughs> this is the mid this is the mid-season premiere that would Just explain saying- the recap showing every episode because they're like oh we've had a couple weeks off you might have forgotten every stupid thing Jason Priestley directed this episode. Who is he? Oh, wait, no. Jason Priestley directed Just Say No. I don't know. What? Anyway. <laughs> just, just I feel like, like was... it was someone that was notable. What are you doing to me? What? You just threw that out there. And now I'm, I'm upset. I need to see if it is someone. Actually, Jason Priestley is my new hero because let me read off the Wikipedia like breakdown. You know how they have like the headings? Mm-hmm. The headings on his Wikipedia are early life, career, personal life, race car driving, promotional activity for bare naked ladies, filmography. <laughs> what? That's a choice. Promotional activity for bare naked ladies. I'm so happy that that was like important enough. That that's that's so wild. Okay, so this is oh. the mid season premiere. It premiered January fifth, two thousand nine. We're we've officially made it to the year where Glee comes out. The oh. Glee pilot premiered in May of 20, 2009 and then I remember that because I was in sixth grade and my social studies teacher was like, yeah, I watched the uh, the preview and it, it was pretty interesting. It sounds good. I think I'll watch. And that was when we were all just like so horny for acapella, <laughs> Don't Stop Believing. Should we do the arrangement? We're going to we're going to perform the arrangement and we're going to put it on the Patreon. <laughs> um but thank you for listening to episode yeah. 12 if you've secret, made it this far congratulations the secret wedding of the american teenager if you'd like to come um, to our secret wedding please message us at one of our social media accounts i'm aaron i'm jesse you can follow us on tiktok twitter instagram and Patreon at your two gay friends. You're spelled you are. And you can follow us individually on Twitter. Aaron is gluten monster. The O is a zero in monster. That was really and clever of you to do that that way. Jesse is go Jesse 2K20. Um, I love when you're trying to do business and I'm just being a nuisance and you just keep going. It makes me giggle. Um, yeah, thanks for spending some time with us. Yeah. And have a good day. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye.